This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Welcome back to Becky Well Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And folks, please make sure to check out the NFL BetQL Betting Preview 2023 edition. It's the must-have tool for the 23-24 season. Unlock a world of sportsbook offers that will have you playing smarter, not harder. With more than 10,000 in-depth game-by-game simulations at your fingertips, you will be equipped with unparalleled insights to make informed bets. Whether you're a seasoned better or just getting started, this guide is your ticket to maximizing success in the world of NFL betting. Don't miss out. Grab your copy now when you sign up for a premium subscription and get ready to conquer the odds. All right, Aaron. So in our last segment, we had Taylor Kyle's Patriots beat reporter on. Uh, from all of the great insights he shared with us, which one stood out to you the most? I mean, really, just looking at Zeke's season-long props, I mean, I think they're a bit low, and there is a discrepancy if you look at different books. So I think you can shop around and find a pretty good number for a guy who clearly seems comfortable inside the 10-yard line in terms of getting touchdowns. I think over four and a half is definitely a good look. And then also, it's like, listen, you're on the Patriots. Mac Jones isn't always going to be dropping back and passing. I'm not sure they trust him all that much. I don't care what Taylor says. I mean, he's still Mac Jones. And last December, he looked bad. They're going to have to run the ball, especially when the weather gets very cold. Some of the teams they have to play, also cold weather. So I think you cannot just rely on Ramondre Stevenson to carry this load. And I still think Zeke can be productive. Now, we're not talking about a 1,000 rushing yards prop. If you shop around 375 and a half, I don't think that's asking a lot. And if anything does happen to Stevenson, he will be carrying much more of the load, Zeke will. The yardage, I'm not so sure about because, again, it's a large number and got to, you know, splice through carries, things like that. But where I do agree with you is this idea that, and I think this isn't just with Zeke. I think this is with a lot of veteran running backs who are out there trying to find big deals and are coming up far short, like a Dalvin Cook, for instance. This is more intuition than anything else, but I'm glad Taylor said this for a little bit of confirmation bias. But it does seem to me like goal line work is where we're going to see these veteran running backs a good bit more, like a Cook, like Zeke, someone like that. So Mm -hmm. this idea of going over the touchdown prop feels really good to me. 
because goal line situations can, you know, it's a, a lot of it involves offensive line work. A lot of it uh, has less to do with the running back skill set and a good bit more with just getting a good push, uh, being able to get good movement off the snap, those kinds of things. To me, that's where Zeke should be able to shine here. And, you know, Ramondre Stevenson may be more of a pass catching back in those kinds of situations, but as far as deep in the red zone inside the 10 yard line, that's probably when Zeke will be fed most consistently and probably where a lot of other veteran running backs will be fed most consistently. And so it's not just Zeke's touchdown prop I'd be looking at, but it's those other guys who sort of get those 11th hour deals who may also be accruing a lot of scores. Yeah. And it, I do want to point out the Patriots are also one of a handful of teams that we've talked about whose offensive line is struggling this preseason. So um, I do think both of those props for Zeke, I already bet them. Uh, one book has 425 and a half on Zeke. So finding 375 and a half felt like a steal to me. So let's move on now to Zach Martin, uh, the all-pro uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he has reached a deal, uh, rework things for Adam Schefter. Uh, the new deal for Zach Martin, the guard will be north of $18 million per Schefter in each of the next two years. He was scheduled to be at $13.5 million and $14 million next year. So he is making, uh, for the combined next couple of years, more than $8 million uh, $8 million plus uh, compared with what he made in the previous deal. Aaron, this matters a great deal to me because I think one additional element with, say, today's NFL, and this was something that Chris Collinsworth talked about on a, on a podcast, uh, I believe, yesterday. I think it's really important here. So yesterday I talked at length about the top offensive lines in the NFL, and PFL, uh, PFF has uh, its grades, and you know certainly there are other rankings that, that matter a great deal. But when it comes to the quarterback sneak, it has proven to be one of the more effective and reliable plays out there, especially in fourth, you know, fourth and short situations. So looking at how successful offensive lines can be is really indicative to teams that are going forward on fourth down a good bit more who can continue to mm -hmm. extend drives, those kinds of things. Again, if you go by PFF's rankings, Eagles, Browns, Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, to them, these are the top five offensive lines in football. But I would argue with Zach Martin, the Cowboys will be right up there. And with Dak Prescott, taller quarterback, someone who is mobile, who can play the quarterback sneak fairly well, to me, this is a big deal. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, for many, uh, you know, scenarios, the quarterback sneak, we're, I feels like we're seeing more and more of those. We talked about it a lot last <laughs> season. I know Joe G did, you know, every week he was looking out for those and betting those uh, props. But also just the fact that Dak wants to cut down on the interceptions as well. You know, I mean, just having the confidence, knowing that your guy and Zach Martin is locked up, you've got that veteran presence there on the offensive line. I think it's, I mean, they had to do it. They had to find a way to do it. Cowboys to win the division plus 175. It's one of those things for me where we haven't had back-to-back -back winners in that division in so long that I don't know if I want to bet on. I wouldn't bet on the Eagles to run it back. <laughs> uh, but plus 175, it's like, oh, man. I don't know if there's enough value there on the Cowboys. I was looking at one that I do think you may not find as good of a number just because – 
Cowboys are a very public team if they do get off to a hot start, but six to one for the conference is definitely interesting. If you think this Cowboys team is going to be good and get the playoff woes off their back, so to speak. I mean, that's the big knock that people remember, and it's hard to trust them. But gosh, it feels like we say it every year. This te- this Cowboys team is so talented, and they are. I mean, they they really are this year. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and you're keeping your all pros. You have guys, uh, you know, at other positions who are coming back, and and so definitely this is star studded, about as star studded a team, say like outside of the quarterback position, as you're going to find in the NFL. And definitely, I feel like for the conference, there is a little bit of value because there's that knock against the Cowboys that they just can't win the key playoff game. But you look at what's happened over the last several years in the playoffs. Sometimes it's just bad luck. Sometimes it's going up against, say, like Aaron Rodgers uh, for a home playoff game several years ago in Dak's rookie campaign. There are a lot of things that I hate to say you can just explain it away, but when you're dealing with far smaller sample sizes, it is much more dangerous to come in and make these grand conclusions about what the Cowboys organization is and one of those things might be, well, they just can't win the big game. They always flounder in the playoffs, et cetera. No, you look at the regular season over the last several years, the Cowboys have been quite successful. There's no reason yeah. why they can't win the NFC, especially with the state the conference is in right now. The fact that the Eagles Oof. may come back down to reality just a little bit. The fact that the Cowboys have bolstered the analytics department. I know that's sort of my bread and butter, but that's also a big deal to me that this is going to be a much smarter team out there. There's a lot to like with the Cowboys. And I don't know if I want to go so far as to make it sort of my lock for winning the NFC, but definitely I feel like winning the division at plus 175, I think I'm more okay with that. It's not just a ton of value, but you look at the rest of that division and there really only are two contenders. And so if I get plus money because of that, then it's probably fine. See, I'm on the opposite. I think there's, I'd like six to one much better to win the conference because if you think the Eagles, okay, maybe we've seen historically the team that loses in the Super Bowl seems to have a bit of regression the next season. Things don't always work mm-hmm. out so well in terms of that Super Bowl hangover. 49ers, so many question marks. And Brock Purdy, even if he had an edge last season, teams have had film on him they will prepare I'm very concerned about what they have at quarterback then you've got the Cowboys at the third favorite then where are you going the Lions the Vikings Seahawks I mean as much as it pains me to say because I've been a a a big critic of the Cowboys I think it's a pretty good bet when you look at these other teams in the NFC Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. 
After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you're power ranking quarterbacks in the conference, where does Dak go? I, I'd say he's high up there. One? Where does this defense rank? He might be number one. Where does this deep now? He may be number one in the NFC, but like overall, you know, he might be eight. Right, ninth not overall the in the right. NFC. Yeah, sorry, I exactly. thought you meant that. No, 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 yeah, yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm making a funny. Uh, but when it comes to <laughs> he's uh, better than say, like Pat Mahomes, you heard it here first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say that. Uh, but okay, Dak Prescott may be number one in the NFC. That's an advantage right there. Cowboys defense, where does that rank in the NFC? That may also be number one when everything's said and done. The, the passing attack, like you know, key, key skill position players, where do they rank in the NFC? You know, as a collection, they're very much up there. Now, the questions we have, like Mike McCarthy's play calling with this group, yeah. overall play design without Kellen Moore, all of those are fair criticisms, but there is a lot to like about these Cowboys and that you're still getting plus money on some key bets. To me, that's significant. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, how much do you kind of dock the Cowboys for the Mike McCarthy thing? Because if you if you say, okay, I think we can agree, Dak arguably the best quarterback in the NFC, but McCarthy not the best coach. Well, that worries me a bit. Perhaps, but I also think it's important that. You look at, say, the history of the Cowboys under, say, like Jason Garrett and, and before that. I mean, not the dynasty, but they were never able to string back-to-back playoff appearances together. And right away, McCarthy has been able to do that, even without the services of Dak Prescott for part of That's last fair. season. I think there's something to that where, as, as a manager above all else, he's doing something right. As far as mm-hmm. the front office is concerned, they're doing something right to draft well, to be able to put guys in the right situations, to have a, a relatively quiet offseason, but all of the moves seem to be good ones, if, if nothing else, inspirational, optimistic ones. So, you know, what will this offense look like? I suspect you're right that, say, you know, Dak will not be as aggressive pushing the ball down the field. They may try and lower that interception rate. But I hope they don't make that the ultimate priority because I think one of the things that makes Dak Prescott potentially a, a very good quarterback is that he is willing to take some chances. He, will, he is willing to throw into tight windows. And you don't want to lose that right away unless, you know, Brandon Cooks or someone is just wide open every single time. But short of that you do want your quarterback to be taking some risks and you don't want to lose that entirely. So as long as McCarthy, I think knows to nudge certain things without completely overhauling them, I think they'll be just fine. 
Did you find it interesting that, you know, finally these running backs landed somewhere and they're both in the same division now? I thought that was interesting that we were waiting to see where Dalvin Cook and Zeke would go and now they'll be facing each other. Well, this was something that that Taylor talked about that I think matters a great deal. Not that if you are game planning against the rest of the division that you're looking at that Patriots defensive line and going, okay, well, our run game, it's got to be you know top notch for us to win the division. I don't think you're going that far, but I do think you game plan for the other true contenders. And you look at the AFC yeah. East. Yeah, Buffalo is leading the way in terms of being the favorite to win the division, but it's possible that every team could finish with a winning record. Even if you think the Patriots will finish in last place, it's possible to go nine and eight. That's how strong that division is. And you do have some running games that are up in the air right now, but containing the run in some way is going to be perhaps a little bit more important to winning that division. Uh, Patriots, I know, understand this. Uh, the Jets, when we talk about uh, you know, what that defense is comprised of, that's also going to be significant. So to me, it's not too surprising that they all went to the same place. Not to mention, I feel like a lot of these AFC East teams feel like that they're almost ready for primetime as far as going after a Super Bowl championship. So these are moves that you make to acquire these veteran running backs if you feel like that you are a little bit closer than, say, the rest of the league who may need you know, more important positions to really be a contender. Now you got me thinking a really fun bet at eight to one Patriots to win the division. I mean, if you think about it, if they could put it all together, Dolphins have quarterback issues. I could, I could see Aaron Rodgers and that not working out. And then you've just got to hope something goes wrong with the bills, but at eight to one, all those other teams, they're stacked right next to each other in terms of the odds. So that would be crazy if the Patriots end up winning it. Uh, I can't do that. I can't go that far. But overwin total. Come on, take a risk, maybe Ed. To make the playoffs. I'm not. <laughs> you know me too well. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board, and the 49ers rookies got stuck with a big bill at dinner. Uh-oh. That's right here on the BetQL Network.